Welcome to the Calvary St. George's Sermon Podcast, proclaiming the historic faith of Christ and Him crucified. These podcasts are recorded and produced by the Parish of Calvary St. George's in the city of New York. For more information, head to calvarystgeorges.org. The psalmist prays, Bless the Lord, O my soul, all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits. Uh, this psalm uh, uh, powerfully is reflected by David. Some say that it was during uh, when the tabernacle was coming back to Jerusalem. But, and they were singing this great song of God's care and his mercy. And what it was was a blessing to the soul. And this week, during Holy Week, we are invited into, once again, this great story uh, where we ourselves are reminded of his benefits and his great mercy found in King Jesus. Our gospel reading today takes place at the end of the great events, Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem. The crowds have hailed him as King of the Jews. It's very interesting as he comes up into Jerusalem from one side the, um, the uh, one side of the city of Jerusalem. A lot of scholars believe that Herod was, uh, not Herod, but Pontius Pilate and his armies were riding into Jerusalem as well at the same time. And what they were doing was is that they were making a statement because this is taking place during the Passover. Whatever your God did in the past, that's the past. Rome is in charge now. And so you have these two symbols, the symbol of Rome and all of its power and earthly power coming in, and uh, the symbol of Christ and Jesus and God's wisdom and God's strength manifesting itself in foolishness and weakness coming in from the other side. These two, as Ben so brilliantly has put it, these two narratives, the narrative of the world and the narrative of the gospel coming in right in at the center. And by a week's time, they are going to clash. This is a very very powerful point, and I've been thinking about it, the way uh, the Reverend Ben DeHart has said this. This is a very powerful narrative, and I want to encourage you, if you've made plans this week, um, we need you to cancel them, because you should be a part of Holy Week. This is the pinnacle of the Christian year, beginning on Thursday night, as we enter into this thing called the Trigium. There are all sorts of narratives. There are all sorts of narratives that compete for our attention. There's the narrative of work and being the best on the job and making the most money. There's the narrative out there about being the best this or the best that. There's the narrative about being a, you know, the proper political person and uh, engaged in the right political arguments, whether you're on the right or engaged in the right political arguments, whether you're on the left. Whatever it is, there are all these narratives that are constantly competing for our attention. And some of these narratives are good and others are terrible. But the truth is, is that there is only one narrative. There is only one narrative, and that narrative is the gospel. That has the power to touch our inner core and cause us from within to cry out, Bless the Lord, O my soul. And magnify his holy name. And the reason why is because we're going to see it this week during Holy Week. We're going to be pulled into that upper room where Jesus institutes the Last Supper. And I love how our other colleague, Jay Gardner, has put it. 
in this week, we see God going deeper and deeper and deeper. And he begins by going down and washing his disciples' feet. But he still goes deeper still. And he goes deeper and lower still to the point of the cross. And then even lower than that as he dies and he descends into hell. Can't get much lower than that. But on the third day, he's going to rise again. And why is this important? Because the truth is, is that what's one of the powerful things about this is that this isn't a metaphor. There's a lot of places that will tell you this is a metaphor or a wonderful history of love, story of love and, and all of this. And, but, and that's true. But this is actually real history. This is real history. And why that is important and why it's important is because it really actually happened. If it doesn't, if it didn't happen, we might as well close this place up, you know, and turn it into a disco. That actually already happened once in our parish. It was called Holy Communion. And they forgot that this was real history. That this was really happened. But because it really happened, because it actually took place in real history, when you're up late at night, wrestling with fear and the failed narrative of your life. When you're up dealing with shame as a result of the failed narrative of your life. When you are up at three in the morning, no one is thinking about their purpose, maybe for seven seconds while you're waiting for the like six train and it's delayed once again. But what actually keeps you up in the middle of the night is fear, it's guilt, and it's shame. And these come about because of the temporal narratives of this world about ourselves, which we buy into so quickly. But there is one narrative that is real. It actually happened. And because it actually happens, it speaks to those places of your life that keep you up at night. And because it actually happened, you can rest your entire life on it. And because it actually happened, you can know that as the psalmist hoped for and looked forward to, God has forgiven all of your sins. And he's the one who heals your infirmities, not only on the outside, but in the end. God is the one who has, will, and most certainly after you die and he raises you up on the last day, redeems your life from the grave and crowns you with mercy and his loving kindness. And this is because in his son Jesus, going deeper and deeper and deeper, going lower and lower and lower, he has set all of your sins apart as far as the east is from the west. And you can be sure, as real as history, as real as you ate dinner last night, that he cares for you as his children. And he will never let you go. That is the powerful thing about this narrative, is that it trumps all of your subjectivity. It trumps all of the false narratives of your life and says to you clearly, day in and day out, 
Come to me, all you who are heavy laden, and I will refresh you. Take my yoke upon you, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So join us this week, beginning Thursday at 6 at St. George's, as we enter into the greatest narrative of ever that's ever been told and that's ever happened. God condescending himself to meet you. Amen. Thank you for listening to our sermon podcast, produced and recorded at the parish of Calvary St. George's in the city of New York. If you feel led to support the continuing ministry of the parish, you can make an online donation at calvarystgeorges.org slash giving. Thank you.